0: Hello and welcome. Welcome to Diverse Conversations. This is Ashka Patel. Thank you very much for joining me once again on a continuation of our series exploring the Canadian pharmacy innovation space. Today, we are changing tracks a little bit to explore how point of care tests play a role in community pharmacy and also pharmacy in general. As you may know, in Ontario, effective July 1st, 2022... Hard A pharmacists, pharmacy technicians, registered pharmacy students, and interns were authorized to perform certain point of care tasks for the purpose of assisting patients with the management of their medications to treat chronic diseases. The point of care tests within the scope included glucose, HbA1c, lipids, and PTINR. So with this um, expanded scope of practice, it's also very important for us to understand the technology and also how can we integrate point-of-care tests into community pharmacy space and practice especially. Today joining me is none other than Sharmila Sriram, who's the founder and CEO of Spectrum Medical Diagnostics based in Mississauga, Ontario. Spectrum MDX specializes in rapid point-of-care screening devices with over 25 years of industry experience. Sharmila's inspiration to begin this winter started with a passion to help drive positive change to community healthcare. Her collaborations with health experts, physicians and clinicians over the years allowed her to create and enhance patient centric treatment and diagnosis. She has been at the forefront of point of care technology for many years, and she continues to leverage latest technologies and innovations to provide accurate and accessible screening tools across the country. Spectrum Medical Diagnostics is a market leader in point of care solutions and is a certified Canadian manufacturer who offers an innovative portfolio of products designed to optimize patient screening in any setting, including pharmacies. Some solutions are rapid HbA1c, vitamin D, strep, influenza, and more. The healthcare industry is shifting towards rapid point-of-care testing in communities, and Spectrum MDX is at the forefront of this transition. Their objective is to assist healthcare providers in delivering informative, timely results for patient-centric care. With this model, patients can avoid lengthy laboratory wait times and receive immediate results on the spot with a peace of mind and better health outcomes. By adopting point-of-care testing, pharmacists can help address the significant backlogs that exist in our current system, especially within hospitals and outpatient clinics, and minimize the strain on the Canadian healthcare system. Spectrum is passionate about driving positive change for a better tomorrow and this brings me great pleasure because this is a conversation where we'll be really unpacking point of care testing and you know what is it like for a pharmacy to implement this and also how does um, different service providers such as Spectrum MDX support pharmacies in implementing these tests so with great pleasure I welcome you and introduce you to Sharmila. Okay. All right. So welcome back. Thank you for Sharmila for joining us today with this incredible conversation where we're going to be talking about point of care testing and you know how how it plays an important role in community pharmacy, especially with the growing um, rate at which point of care testing innovation is happening. Um, and I thought who better uh, than the founder and CEO of Spectrum Medical Diagnostics to come and talk to us about this. Sharmila, thank you so much for taking this time to have this conversation with us.
1: Of course, thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. It's wonderful. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Um, And I guess, as I always ask all my um, all my guests, um, you know, when they come into this podcast, tell us a little bit about your journey. um, You know, your professional journey to becoming the founder and CEO of Spectrum Medical Diagnostics.
1: Of course, yes. My inspiration to to start or sort of begin this venture really started many years ago. Um, I was able to, I mean, what I want to do was really translate my passion into uh, how I want to do things within the company. And, and my collaborations with physicians and clinicians over the years is really what helped me, drive me to that point. I, I essentially want to make a difference within the healthcare system and mm-hmm. I knew that that was my driving force. What could I do to help improve health outcomes? Uh, how could I help people uh, identify with their health and, and really get a proper treatment and, and diagnosis quicker more, and more efficiently, if, if you will?
0: Yeah, Absolutely, absolutely. And so I guess if you can also share a little bit more in terms of um, you know, what is Spectrum Medical Diagnostics all about in terms of the services and the products you provide, just so that our audience gets a better understanding of uh, you know your business. Of course, yes. So um,
1: we have over 25 years, or I have over 25 years of industry experience. And and I essentially started within the substance abuse detection industry. Uh, So I used to work with many um, physicians, addiction rehabilitation centers, and so many more companies out there. And so over the years, though, we moved or or sort of evolved and expanded our product portfolio to include other types of rapid point of care products, Mm -hmm. uh, such as vitamin D, HbA1c, strap and so much more. Um, so we are a market leader within rapid diagnostics and again over 25 years of experience. Um, you know, we're a healthcare. Canada licensed organization and all of our products are health Canada licensed as well. Uh, and I, I'm proud to say that we are listed as a Canadian manufacturer. And, and we also launched our own brand of products about eight years ago, our own uh, so-called spec check. Wow. And uh, yes, we're, you know, we took feedback from our clients over the years and we, I'm so happy because we were able to uh, basically create a working platform that our clients gave us suggestions for. And so we took all of that and really created a wonderful product with uh you know designed to give us high quality accurate results Mm -hmm. and so happy about that and and we've been just pushing through powering through ever since then
0: Absolutely. And I mean, as a healthcare provider myself, I can I can definitely attest like, you know, having that efficacy and that reliability is so important, especially where we are doing testing for our patients. Um and point-of-care testing, you know, given that it's an emerging area of expertise, it's great to know that it's Canadian, um, Canadian made and Canadian supported. Uh, it's always great to, you know, support businesses that have that Canadian canadian nest to it if that's a word even yes. I don't know <laughs> yes. 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 Absolutely. Um, that. <laughs> right <laughs> but at the same time you know I think uh, maybe like you know you can also talk about this um, is you know, how was it? Because I know it's never easy to bring in innovation into healthcare. Like, I know how difficult it is uh, trying to do that, but it's like the, the worst. Uh, not the worst, but it's it's just there's a lot of red tape, a lot of blockages, a lot of status quo that it's very difficult to push that needle forward. You know, how did you overcome some of the challenges or barriers you faced uh, to launch your company and also to grow it uh, to to the scale that it has today? Of
1: course, yeah, absolutely. So you know, many years ago, um there was no rapid point of care testing right. with Canada. You know, there was a lot happening in the u s but not not uh you know north of the border and so I thought, well, there's obviously a need for this and 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 so like I said, I started within drug testing. Mm -hmm. And at that point, it was only laboratory screening. And I thought there has to be a better way, there has to be a system and and a process that healthcare professionals can implement and integrate into their existing programs. And so uh, going back so many years, um, there were some barriers, people thought, well, the laboratory is a gold standard. And you know, it still is till this day, you know, and, but Uh, they realized it was holding back the treatment. In that particular case, uh, at that time, uh, drug testing, they thought, well, you know, because drugs can metabolize Mm -hmm. and very quickly and out of their system. So I, I was able to find some great products at that point. And, and I approached these uh, clinicians and I said, Hey, listen, we have some great new solutions for you. So, um, so fast forward so many years, it's now the norm. It's, it's something that's very common. And, and uh, I mean, not just with the drug testing, of course, but even into infectious disease, even take COVID, for instance, Uh, that was a logical transition for my Company, but also right. many organizations and clinical settings were obviously implementing COVID testing. Yeah. Um, so to answer your question, there were some barriers um, with the company side. Uh, I wore many hats over the years, and and I, I knew that I had to jump in. I basically jumped in, blood, sweat, and tears, and I thought, okay. What's next? How do I get this rolling? How do I bring in clients? How do I grow my company? And so my extensive network obviously, you know, helped me with that. I had great relationships over the years. And they're the ones who actually encouraged me to start my own company. Um, you know, we we had such, you know, endearing relationships over the years with so many people. And they said, Charm, you know, you really should do your own thing because your passion is really just you know uh, speaking for itself, and and I'm very passionate, as you can tell. Yes and so but my barrier my challenge I would say was really how do I put all these facets of business operations together mm-hmm. to be cohesive I wore many hats but how did I how was it supposed to put all that together so and I was a one-man operation many years ago where I was doing my own marketing my own sales my uh my own accounting and I'm terrible at accounting but you know I was doing it <laughs> and, and it's you know I know my strengths and that was not one of them but uh nevertheless that was what what I faced and then of course Now going into the products that came, I want to say naturally, but I think that, you know, practitioners or professionals really started to understand if we can't get quicker results, Mm. well, then it's going to impact treatment at some point. Now, there are some cases where laboratory testing is still required. And of course, and we're not trying to take away from that. I think it's more just understanding with certain types of conditions or certain types of testing it's, it's important to implement rapid mm-hmm. because look at the constraints in our healthcare system today. Exactly. The wait times. Um. So, and, and that's what I experienced. And I think that, you know, uh. yes, is there actually there's, I wouldn't say barrier. I think mm-hmm. it's more just, Creating more awareness is what we need to do.
0: I absolutely, and- I agree. I'm sorry if I interrupted you, but I, I definitely agree. Uh, I think, um, you know, I'll just interject my point and I'll kind of let you take the space back. Of course, of course. <laughs> uh, But I, I agree with you. I think the uh, the healthcare provider buying and the patient buying are critical to, to the success of any new innovation we bring into healthcare. Um, and I think you were able to tap into that potential, um, you know, through your own true innovator, Hats that you wore and, um, you know, it, it look at what that has led to today. Um, but at the same time, I guess, uh, you know, any um, interesting situations or uh, use cases that you came across for point of care testing, um, you know, that kind of really helped you kind of figure out, you know what, this is, this is why this needs to be done. Or this is why we need to have point-of-care testing available so like so accessible like accessible accessibility to point-of-care testing is so important um was there any any particular cases or situations or examples I mean
1: there's a few examples I could I could give um you know one in particular dates back to the uh, you know the late 90s I was um working with a number of physicians with the methadone maintenance or opioid dependency Mm. clinics and so a major gap that really came up was they said, Charm, we can't determine if they're if the patient is spiking or quickly metabolizing methadone because a lot of pharmacists or uh, addiction centers or um, addiction medicine physicians yes. were prescribing methadone for methadone caries. Right, but methadone has high street value and so they yes. could not determine that at that point I I you know the laboratory testing was the only option for metabolite screening mm-hmm. so uh, I'm I'm happy to say that I was part of that uh, program and I was able to spearhead and create or work with R&D create a new test a rapid test that incorporated the same assay and antibodies from the EDP or for EDDP which is uh-huh that the labs were using. So in a nutshell, uh, that was something very interesting. And actually, I want to say a milestone for, Absolutely. for testing within Canada, because now physicians were able to quickly determine if a patient was actually compliant with the program or not and then so from that point uh even now fast forward to now Mm -hmm. uh so many so many companies are you know insisting on screening for methadone metabolites suboxone there's so many key metabolites and so i was instrumental many years ago bringing that to the place and that's a big that's a major trend uh course and and that really set the the standards i would say for rapid mm-hmm. point of care testing within canada at least within the drug testing now other industries um i mean now uh of course we you know we have to, you know brand new tests like vitamin d yes frequency screening um that's of course a global health concern now mm-hmm. there's some great, there's some not great but there's some trends happening right now and so um the, i would say that's something that's really important where we can identify As opposed to waiting days on end from a laboratory, we can identify it now or help our our clients identify what's happening right now. What is the big picture?
0: And patients want that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, And you know what? I commend you for I know it was it must have been a huge challenge for you to kind of undertake to kind of changed the way you know things were done especially with meth- methadone and like you know I don't have much experience working with methadone as a pharmacist but you know hearing my friends and my peers talk about it I know how big of a challenge it is um so I can only I can already see how we can you know potentially use these point of care testing in community pharmacies right now if we have yes. the scope of practice but unfortunately we don't have it for methadone just yet we have it for glucose uh we have for H- hba1c um ptinr and uh lipids right now but I feel like um, it is the the area which is still up and new um, up and coming for pharmacists. So I hope that in the near future we'll see um, more and more of these tests added to our, our our you know our armor, so that we can actually start offering these tests in community pharmacies as well kudos to you for you know being an innovator and taking the charge <laughs> okay, uh, and making the change <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you so much i really appreciate that you know and, and it's it's been it's could been quite the journey of course yes. and i i do i do see uh, all these other tests being added to the community pharmacy services mm-hmm. i mean This is what's happening right now. There's various pilots happening within Canada, uh, as we speak, actually, for other other types of tests, the HbA1c, strap, influenza, it's happening. So it's inevitable that, you know, it's coming to Ontario and all the other provinces, it's going to happen. This is how I would say the industry is evolving.
0: Yes, absolutely, right. absolutely, and also like, let you know, let's be honest. Um, I think the the way our consumers or patients, like you know, the way we consume healthcare is changing. Right? It's yes. no longer the traditional way of you know going to a prescriber first, which could be a physician or a nurse practitioner, and then going to a pharmacy to pick up your medications. That's changing rapidly as we speak with the you know the introduction of technology into healthcare, especially during the pandemic. Um, you know that's changing a lot, and I think a lot of patients now do want these rapid point of care test because you know there are people who do not want to wait and I can understand why because some in, some interventions need to be made right away there are some things you why should you wait for two, two or three weeks to get an appointment take the lab test go back to your doctor to have a re, have it read or whatever right. when right. you can have another healthcare provider who is capable of doing that we kind of doing it for you in five to ten minutes like you know and right and and look at the
1: I mean if you think about the long-term positive uh you know outcome or impact it would have on our on our healthcare system yes. look what we're facing right now the wait long wait times um you know long not just for the laboratories but for seeing mm-hmm. a physician uh bedside testing all of these areas all of these um i would say industries or or um you know healthcare settings are now implementing rapid testing hospitals yeah. are doing bedside testing too they have laboratories but they're doing you know rapid bedside testing why yes. because it's the stat testing it's the immediate results and like you said patients want we live in a busy world we're all busy we don't want to wait I don't want to wait I've had that experience too I mean we all have Uh, We know what it's like to wait days on end to to receive results so now when you go to a laboratory you can just log in now and get your own report we don't need to wait for the doctor to call us you know there were times where I thought oh my gosh the doctor didn't call me what does that mean exactly
0: <laughs> it was like that cricket well, silence
1: have well, a cholesterol issue or or what was my do i can i find out right now i mean this is i'm really busy i'm too busy yes. for this so now we go online and we just get a report i don't need to call my doctor i barely talk to my doctor and going back to the community pharmacy services mm-hmm. more patients or people see their pharmacists more than their own doctors Yes. I, walk, I personally walk across the street. I don't want to talk to my doctor. I want to go talk to my friend, the pharmacist at the shoppers across the street because he's so knowledgeable. <laughs> and actually there's two of them there, but you know what I can say, Hey, you know, um, all right. What, what does this mean? What, exactly. What is- they're they're knowledgeable. And and the recent guidelines, the changes in January that took place. Yes. This is can now prescribe for various ailments. That's yes. wonderful. And that's part of the Canadian Pharmacy Association, right? Just yes. Um, they they want to expand the scope of the pharmacist. So rapid point of care testing is not any different from that. They were running covid tests, other types of tests. It's a seamless transition, in, in my opinion.
0: Agreed, agreed. And it's also like, again, like, you know, to what you already alluded to, it is a way we are providing or caring for our patients is rapidly changing. And, and I think we need to keep up with the times to a, to be able to serve the needs that are and those needs are changing, right? They're no longer the same as it was before. Uh, classic case. I mean, I can, as I, I already alluded to this earlier, but I can already see those methadone, um, you know, point of care tests. Being such a huge, uh, filling such a huge need in pharmacy practice, if we were given the authority to be able yes. to test for those right like I can already see that makes such a huge change to how we are able to provide care for our patients who are you know using methadone for substance use and abuse disorders. Um, so. Again, I think the potential is huge, uh, but I also like, you know, just like that success you fa- you had with your methadone and that led to the growth of your com- your company, you know, what are some other highlights or achievements um, since the pandemic, um, uh, you know, that you wish to share with our audience? Oh, of course.
1: Yes. So, I mean, of course, with the pandemic that brought on, it really tested our resilience. <laughs> I can imagine. I, think with, everybody. I yes. think with everybody, not just with business, of course, mm-hmm. but mentally, yes. um, you know, just there, there was so many profound impacts from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I learned that I could, or we could basically take a challenge and turn that into an opportunity. And so uh, I was I mean, I'm grateful for not COVID, but the opportunity mm-hmm. to have, uh, been able to think outside that box and bring in solutions that made sense during that time. Of course, the rapid COVID test, it was yes. a seamless transition for my company, of course. And, uh, so we started promoting that. And, and so because we were able to work with so many companies, I mean, I'm so happy that I could say that we were able to help a lot of our clients sustain their business operations because they were scared the right. lockdowns. And then once the lockdowns were removed, uh, oh my gosh, our employees carrying COVID. So I was able to work with them very closely. And and again, my my lovely relationships that I have. And, and so we were able to help them. And so that opened up actually other doors. And um, we're now into med tech. This is, you know, we, I thought after that, I thought, okay, what can I do to heighten yes. rapid point of care screening? What is it that we could offer our customers to really not just streamline their operations, but also enhance that? And then, of course, we're patient centric. I'm always thinking about the end result. What is the end result? How can we help patients that are being tested? That's the end result. I want to help enhance that. So I'm, I'm proud to say that we launched our, our new digital, like online web-based platform okay. uh, to complement our products because, you know, it's it's a great tool to be able to, uh, for health, for professionals to basically use, uh, capture results, generate reports on the spot. and And going back to the pharmacies, they love it because they can print results right on the spot and 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 this is what consumers want right when they go in when i go in i want a I want a result right away i still want that paper result i know it's we're trying to keep things as green as possible but i would like to see uh what exactly you know um the health you know the 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 i guess the general uh history and and whatever the case is i'd like to see that and so we've developed a system and that's phase one and then Phase two and three will be uh, artificial intelligence as well as treatment predictors. And we're going to expand that right across from substance abuse right down to our newer products for HbA1c, um, cholesterol, ferritin. I mean, there's so much that we have coming. And so the pandemic really honestly it helped with that and 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 gave us more resources to be able to venture into med tech which i'm so thrilled about
0: (laughs) that is fantastic oh my gosh look at you go uh you know from point of care testing to med tech and i I really i do see them as a complementary right like where where it only makes sense and like i'm glad that you're bringing them together um to make it easy for everyone who's who's the end user of this um of these technologies it really makes our lives easy as a healthcare provider i can attest to this you know it it's challenging in community pharmacies to find time to do anything extra so if we can somehow streamline that process somehow streamline that workflow to make my job easier to provide care for a patient I would definitely do it so if you have already built this platform kudos to you because I think that's what's really going to help us as pharmacists and pharmacy professionals to kind of you know take up this technology and and see how we can and coming back to your point about the whole paper idea I mean, I don't blame you because first, like, you know, we don't have a good digital platform to begin with in Canada to share health information for patients with different healthcare providers. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope we'll see that in the next five to 10 years, but that's being optimistic (laughs) about it, too optimistic about it. Uh, But, you know, at this point in time, at least having a physical copy will assure that the patient, that they received the service and they'll be able to share those results with anyone who is, who's providing care to them outside of that pharmacy or that clinic that they visited, right? So at least it's proof exactly. that they have received that, that test and, and soft copies can sometimes not be regarded as official proof. So at least this makes sure that the patient feels comfortable and confident that they have received that result.
1: Of course, of course. And, and it just, it's the peace of
0: mind, right? Yes. It comes down to
1: peace of mind. I, and and of course, you know, do we need a paper copy? Not necessarily. I mean, we can keep things green. Um, we can have it emailed, of course. Yes. And our, and our platform can do that as well. But more importantly, it's giving the patient that peace of mind. You know, what was, what did I just get screened for? Exactly. What does it mean? What is it telling me? And we're not suggesting that they shouldn't speak with their physicians. It's mm-hmm. really, This is a systematic approach so that the pharmacist, for instance, can share that with the patient and the physician Mm -hmm. um, and and really put together a proper treatment and diagnosis so that the next steps are done quicker. So we've shaved off, what, three, four, five, six weeks maybe, but because they've come into the setting to run a test and then they have their report, now they can move forward comfortably and confidently to that next step, whatever
0: that might be. Exactly, exactly. And and you know what, I agree with you, because like already, I can already picture what would have happened if this was not in place, because it would be, you know, the patient going to the physician, getting tested, waiting a couple of week or five days to at least 10 days, getting the test result back, physician prescribing something, patient goes to the pharmacy, pharmacist says, oh, something's wrong with your medication because we can't use this or can't use right. that pharmacist then talks to the physician it's a loop (laughs) so if we are able to have all like you know at least the two important healthcare providers who are responsible for diagnosing and prescribing and and dispensing at least we both of them are in the decision making process right from the get-go which shaves off a lot of time for the patient right um because it makes like that way the patient gets all the information they need at at one point instead of trying to have to go tittle tattle and and kind of say he said she said that said that said and all of that um Thank you for sharing that. Like and I, I think um, you know, as you were talking about this med tech platform and this digital platform that you have created, um, I know how digital technology, especially in healthcare, is still in its infancy. Like we're still just like starting getting warmed up um as we speak about integrating technology into healthcare. How difficult was it for you to challenge that status quo when you introduced this platform and you know, when you were asking um your clinicians and your clinics to kind of take up this the service? Was it was there where's there any challenges for you?
1: You know, you know, of course, with any, you know, new solution and, 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 you know, new system, mm-hmm. uh, there's some reluctance at times, sure. But, you know, we're, we're pretty good at shedding light and creating awareness. And, and that's what needs to continue, right? It's just a continuous education. Um, but, you know, we, we. I'm trying to say here. We were, we're trying to basically articulate that, you know, this is a system, this is a required system. This is a required product because it will streamline things. And um, I, I think the shift in point of care testing happened many years ago. It's already been happening and it's been evolving since that point. Mm-hmm. And so what we're trying to do is again, continue creating awareness Um, educating the professionals that, listen, there's certain things that are happening and with the constraints on the healthcare system, we can assist you or adopting these type of programs will streamline your operations, but also think about the patients. This is, we're doing this for the community and this is what what drives my business, but also, or my passion, I mean. And then of course, what, uh, for instance, pharmacists and healthcare for other healthcare professionals want to do. We're thinking about the end result. And this is exactly, goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Patients want immediate. And so it's no longer a novelty. It's not a new concept anymore. Rapid point of care testing. It's already been happening. Look how fast, um, you know, COVID testing, Became or started being implemented at the pharmacies, and yes. uh, you know it, it was there was a pandemic or we're in the middle of a pandemic, and oh, we need testing. Yep. And actually, if you think about it, the laboratories during the pandemic were offering free testing, but people were still going in requesting rapid tests. Why? They wanted results in ten minutes or a few minutes, and then peace of mind. Again, it goes back to that peace of mind. Exactly. And so, um, so my my thoughts on this is. It's not a new concept. So I think just identifying what their needs, like, okay, what are you seeing? Here are some great tests. Perhaps you could shave off some time for your customers. And we've been receiving excellent feedback with all of our products. We're working with a number of pharmacists and and they love it. They love the idea of screening on site, our new results plus digital platform. It comes together very nicely. And so That's why I I don't feel there's much of a barrier in that sense, but I think just learning more and we're patient people, we're gonna, we're gonna work through things and, and help them understand the needs or the, the, the best interests that come from this,
0: right, which is absolutely, absolutely. And yep. thank you for, sh- uh, for shedding light on that, because I think it's always important to keep that in mind that, you know, at the end of the day, the goal is to optimize patient care and, and, you know, provide it in the most accessible and um in the most convenience um, to patients as well. Right. And and that's where point of care testing fits so nicely um because it, it really does, you know, as you mentioned earlier in our conversation, we live in very busy times. We don't have time to wait and we don't have time to go to multiple places. I mean, just the you know rush hour heavy oh my gosh I don't even want to like you know be exact traffic we don't have the road infrastructure
1: (laughs) (laughs) and we can't help that but we can help get quicker results and and back to COVID testing I know you were very instrumental in in uh, bringing that to the Canadian space as well and I'd love to hear your thoughts you're an expert in this area and I'd love to hear more about uh, your thoughts on this and and what your experience was bringing
0: that to the market Absolutely. I mean, uh, so, you know, my experience with COVID-19 testing is I was advocating for it to be implemented in the practice of pharmacists um, and, you know, pharmacy professionals at the time. And really the motivation behind it was that patients should be like, you know, remember 2020, March, 2023 years ago, um, everything had shut down except for community pharmacies. You know, we were the only like only healthcare business that was open during the pandemic. Even physicians offices were closed. Patients, mm-hmm. there was a lineup with like, you know, I was, I was uh, listening to news report, and there were lineups in front of emergency departments for patients waiting to get their testing done. And I was like, this does not make sense. You are waiting in a line with patients who could be potentially having COVID. You're exposing right. yourself. And like, how is this safe patient care? It does not make sense. Um, And I was like, why are pharmacists not getting the right to, um, you know, test for COVID-19? Because it doesn't make sense. Like, you know, we are able to provide immunizations. At that point, we were able to provide some immunizations, including influenza. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, if we are able to provide immunizations, why not testing? Um, And so that's where I kind of started being more vocal about it. And, you know, I said, let's do this, did a research on it. And, you know, it was really, the interesting part was, that there was an appetite for pharmacy professionals to consider doing this. It was just making sure that it was done in safe conditions, which I think is a very fair ask for any healthcare provider that, you know, as long as they're able to provide any services with the proper safety precautions in mind. Um, And I think, you know, you, I think the rest is history because look at it like COVID-19 testing, happened in pharmacies like you know pharmacists were frontline when it came to the traffic diverted literally from ed into pharmacies um and you know t- uh, vaccinations happened thereafter and to this date like you know now as you mentioned rightly rapid um covid19 testing is like the norm right like you go to a conference you are traveling somewhere you come back from a vacation what is it that you do you just take a kid at home and you start you know swabbing yourself and here you are right so at- I think the, the appetite is there. I think it's just the awareness. As you also mentioned, I agree. Like the awareness needs to be raised. And also there needs to be proper channels in, in terms of making sure that all the stakeholders are properly supported to implement those services. And it should not be just kind of like, okay, here you go. This is what we want from you. Ta-ta, bye-bye. It should never be like that. It should be that they should receive, you know, some instruction or some training to, for them to feel comfortable. Um, and also with training proper remuneration. And this is again, not like, you know, particularly with um, like, it's more for healthcare providers as we know the, the current state of it. Um, and healthcare providers are struggling. Um, there's massive burnout. And how is it that money is never going to motivate us to stay in this industry, but at the same time, being able to, make sure that we're able to provide patient care in a way that's meaningful. Um, And I can see point of care testing kind of filling that gap, right? Where if I'm a community pharmacist and I want to help my patients who have chronic conditions, can I do that better by having, let's say, an HbA1c point of care testing in my pharmacy, why not? Because then I can actually make recommendations to the physicians or the prescribers and be like, "Hey, sugar's not well managed. Let's do something about this instead of That's waiting right. until you know whenever That's they right. go see that team next." Because guess what? Sometimes patients don't even attend those appointments when they should be appoint- uh, attending them.
1: Exactly, and it's already you know I mean going back to the HBA1C or just testing, it's already happening. Exactly, the feedback and the responses from that is is great because. They're like, Sherman. We were are able to get results so quickly, and and look at the treatment process. And of course, yeah, I mean, they're burnt out. I understand that, and and so this is a great way because they're so passionate. Remember, that for I know pharmacists are so passionate about their patients, and, and 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 I completely understand that. And so, going back to that, how how can we help them? What exactly. can what can the pharmacists do? And this is great, and this is why I think. I mean, maybe you can shed some light on this. The Canadian Pharmacy Association really pushing that outside the scope. Is that is that a reason why? Um, and as a pharmacist, you would know more about this. So one,
0: is, one, is, one of the things is that currently as uh, so one of the biggest drivers is, you know, pharmacists across Canada, they have varying scope of practices. So what a pharmacist in Ontario can do is very different than a pharmacist in Quebec or a pharmacist in Saskatchewan, Manitoba. And what a pharmacist in Alberta can do is so much further advanced than any of the other pharmacists throughout the country. So it's one of the goals is like, you know, how can we make this standardized so that a patient, regardless of which province they go to, they get the yeah. same level of care from their pharmacist pharmacist, regardless of where they go, which I think is a very fair ask, because why should we be confusing patients where, you know, they could be going to, let's say, Alberta, they can be getting a prescription for anything from a pharmacist. Compared to in Ontario, they can only get it for 13 different medical conditions um, <laughs> compared to, um, you know, some other province where we don't even have that prescription authority just yet. Right. Like BC is just in the process of implementing that. So mm-hmm. I think that's one of the goals uh, is to, you know, how can we harmonize that scope of practice so that all pharmacists will be able to provide point of care testing which would be universal it would not be like restrictions to be like you know only to so many different point of care tests it, like you know at the end of the day point of care testing is the least invasive type of testing um that we can do and you know as long as it's done appropriately which does not necessarily have as many steps to do compared to a laboratory testing um you know the results will be pretty much reliable yes. and valid. Um so I think that's that's their goal with harmonizing it is is one to make sure that the services are accessible to all patients from their pharmacies sure. throughout Canada and you know fits in very nicely uh with what you're what you're saying here.
1: And absolutely and you know I, I just I see that that dynamic that that, that whole dynamic shift happening honestly. Yes. This is how this industry is evolving. It's it's just a it's logical, it's coming. Um point of care testing is going to be the main type of product because it's that, that speed I I can, I know now in five minutes versus three days done. Sold. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, that the thing is, there's enough evidence to support the reliability and the validity of these tests, right? That's where it becomes game changer is because we know that we can rely on these tests just as well as we can on those lab results, um, especially for the ones that are already in the market, because they have gone through that process, that extensive process. So as we we're talking about this, you know, what's new in the world of point of care testing? What can we look forward to in terms of trends or, you know, any other uh, customer demands or consumer demand uh, when it comes to point of care? Testing,
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a few things that I see happening. I mean, there's going to be a shift towards that digital era, but also with the point of care products. Um, I mean, we personally have some great new solutions coming later uh, this year for tests such as PSA, so prostate cancer, uh, thyroid, TSH, yes, ferritin, cholesterol all conditions that people want to know about they don't want to they don't want to wait so um we're proud to say that we have these solutions coming very soon and they'll be integrated with our online platform as well and then a major we're, we're seeing some major developments in terms of the WHO i mean mm-hmm. they're mentioning how there's a global health concern for various uh i guess conditions yes. vitamin deficiency hba1c i mean the list goes on of course mm-hmm. and so i i think from a from my perspective what can we all Offer what we do to change the the stats on that, right. um, you know, and so and and of course that big trend is uh, the the waiting times. Mm-hmm. Patients want results now. That is a major driving force within point of care screening, and 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 these changes are
0: coming very very quickly absolutely. And, I, and like, you know, I think uh, you you may have alluded to this earlier, maybe it was part of our conversation earlier as well. But, you know, Europe and US are so much ahead of us when it comes to point of care testing. And I feel like, you know, Canada isn't going in that direction. It's just our adoption rates are very much slower compared to the rest of the world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I think we're headed in that direction. We're just so far behind. Yes. You know, that, that, that infamous rat race, they're just ahead and we're, we're far down here. Oh, shit, we're, we're. I guess Canadians are not considered as early adopters per se. <laughs> Although in some areas, like I mentioned with drug testing, it is, and they won't even look at anything else. It's just rapid. What's what do you have that's rapid? Wow. Whereas um, other other areas, but it's coming. That shift is coming, and again with that constant uh, just awareness and, and education, mm-hmm. it's to come but i think canada is going to catch up maybe not to the same level as the u.s uh they're always ahead europe and u.s is ahead i always i've always found that but i I think that canadians are going to really quickly understand how much better or or, sorry i shouldn't say better but how much more efficient it would be
0: for them again we're not trying
1: to suggest that laboratories are not needed and physicians are not needed no no no. it's Mm -hmm. just this is just an added tool Mm-hmm. to assist in there to develop their health uh, prognosis or uh, get a proper treatment plan. That's all this is. And it's coming. I mean, they're going to understand and it's uh, it's inevitable, like I said. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you so much for sharing those insights. Um, and I guess, you know, as uh, we are going towards the latter part of our conversation, one of the things that I wanted to also kind of uh, understand from you, because you are a leader in point of care testing, especially an innovation in that's and, and I see truly do see you as an innovator, to be honest, like, you know, you have uh really kind of forged a path of your own um in in trying the navigating the space and it's not it's no small feat um let me say that for sure how do you envision pharmacists and pharmacy professionals and community pharmacies kind of taking on this point of care testing and and you know implementing it in the community uh, pharmacy community as as the years go by and you know what what is our vision that looks like or how does that vision look like to you
1: of course. No, that's a great question. And I, and I I think there's, we're going to, you know, we, we take pride in working very closely with the pharmacists and, and, and all healthcare professionals Mm -hmm. to fully understand. And like you mentioned earlier, Having the right tools and and the s o p set up so that they understand we we want to create an efficient workflow we don't want to make anyone's life harder, right. so we've just developed some great tools and 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 uh streamlined everything the entire process so that when we approach um any any clinical setting any pharmacy setting we we have something ready to go it's comprehensive it's easy to use and so um you know I, I think that it's like i said. It, as the uh, Canadian pharmacy or the very the association guidelines um, expand, it's mm-hmm. they're going to incorporate more and more tests. And then, like I said, we get a number of calls uh, every day. Or do you have a test for strep? Do you have a test for influenza? Do you have a test for tell me more about your vitamin D? We have pharmacists using all of these products. And so it's it's a wonderful transition. And I just see this taking off even further because there's an obviously a, a huge demand for this from from
0: patients. Absolutely. Uh, And, you know, what kind of supports, let's say, uh, pharmacists who are entrusted in in taking on, you know, the point of care testing and also the MedTech platform that you have created, what kind of supports can they expect from your company as they're trying to integrate these programs into their pharmacies?
1: Of course, yeah. So we fully understand all aspects that that come with rapid diagnostic screening. So we've thought of every angle, every, everything, all the tools that are required. So we've gone as far as developing media files so that the pharmacists yeah. put their logos on them and and help advertise or just help promote the screening. I mean, again, as we educate healthcare professionals, they want to educate the consumers. They're yes. the ones coming into the store or the pharmacy wanting these tests or asking for it so we thought well okay we thought ahead we need to have the right tools in mind or in place so that Mm -hmm. they can demonstrate to their their uh, patients and consumers that there's validity to the test there's accuracy high quality at stake here with the products that we have high correlation to laboratory results and then you know, with the with the digital platform, of course, we have user manuals and just a step-by-step workflow that we've created as well. We, we understand what goes into all of this, and we specialize in this area. So taking all of these 25-plus years of expertise, we've put it all together into one nice, seamless little package so that it's simple from the get-go. Um, everyone's busy. Patients, um, professionals, professionals are patients as well. We're exactly. all busy. So we want to, um, like I said, streamline that entire process and make things very simple to integrate and adopting this type of uh, screening solution or program is not a very difficult process, especially when we work with us, because we understand, we know what goes into community testing because this is my passion. This is the company. This is what our mission is um, sort of built around. Mm -hmm. And so we understand all aspects of that business uh, operation.
0: Absolutely, and you do have some quite big um, companies, especially when it comes to the pharmacy community, um, you know, who are already your existing clients. So kind of speaks, to, uh, speaks volumes in terms of, you know, how well supported your customers are uh, when they sign up for your services. <laughs> um, and Sharmila, as we as we wrap up this conversation, I always have to ask this question to our guests just to make sure we get an, a, you know, your vision of what the future is uh, when it comes to digital health, tech, and point-of-care testing. So, you know, maybe we can take one at a time, what is the future of point of care testing in the next five years?
1: Um, Well, you know, we've, um, we've worked over the past 20 something years to really uh, identify that there's a need and there was a gap for, for rapid testing. So I just see it taking off even further. And this is the norm. I've spoken with various um, health professionals uh, over the years. And, they see this as well. I'm, I'm not just imagining things. This is, <laughs> you know, this is a seamless. This is something that's going to happen. Um, Absolutely. And so I, I I do foresee other industries uh, adopting similar programs. Pharmacies, obviously included. I see that happening as well, of mm-hmm. course, but other industries. And it's only going to be heightened. Um, you know, I I feel that there's going to be a shift even from, uh, you know, urine testing, for instance, and whole blood testing to say uh, oral fluid analysis, uh, hair testing. There's so much, there's so wow. much. Up there.
0: Yeah, you have this me intrigued. A <laughs> yes.
1: There's a lot that's coming. I, I mean, uh, and, and not just with the company in general, I think it's just, or sorry, not with just my company, but in general,
0: of course, right? right? In point so of many, care so testing, many, so
1: many shifts that I see happening. Yes,
0: wow, that's amazing. And maybe we'll, we, I would love to have you back onto this podcast and we can talk about those that hair testing point of care. That's so yes. cool. Oh my yeah. gosh, my mind is blown. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many new developments. It's exciting. Rapid diagnostics is point of care testing is such a An
1: exciting industry or field, and as you can tell, I'm just so so extremely ecstatic and
0: passionate about this uh, this area. You most passionate uh, you you are so passionate and that's really what motivated me to like you know I wanted to have you on this podcast because I feel like you know it's always great to hear from somebody who's truly passionate about the space that they're in uh, because that's when you know the ins and outs of what's happening and and you know how can you support your patients and your customers better uh, when you are when you already know everything like when you have the 360 then it's so much easier yes. for you to support your your clients um, that much better compared okay. to like you know if you are um, not as I guess yes uh you have over 25 years of experience, like you have, you have everything with you, um, and no wonder why you were able to create Spectrum Medical Diagnostics into the company that it is today. Thank um, you. but you know, uh, one last question for you, and I guess we'll wrap it up after this. But you know, because you're also in the med tech space, um, can't resist but asking this to you. Um, yes. how do you describe the future of digital health tech in the next five years? And like, you know, just drawing on some of your own experiences, you know, where do you see that going over the next five of years? Of course,
1: yes. Um, you know, you know, our mission right now is to really bridge the gap between medical device and software. And I and I saw a need for that. So digital innovation is crucial. Mm-hmm. And so coupled with point of care testing, again, it's going to be in, in a, a process that's going to be required. Uh, more and more, more and more people are getting on board with the concept of not only using rapid point of care testing, but also integrating that with online or or digital platforms because this is the age we live in. We're we're in a digital era, right? And tech is the way to go. I mean, if you look everywhere you look, it's technology, it's digital digital concepts, digital programs. So, um, so the fact that we're working so hard to bridge that gap in five to seven years that that gap is going to be a little dot, you know, it's it's <laughs> that's what I foresee happening, of course. And 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 this is this is the world we live in. Um absolutely headed that direction. Healthcare, why is healthcare exempt from that? It's not, it's it's going to be required. And and it it brings in, and it sort of touches on every aspect that we discussed today. Um every the patients want results right away reports um professionals that are administering the tests want Mm -hmm. something they can access right away and store also even just going back to with rapid test kits these are medical devices lot maintenance lot consistency or or regulation it's all required when it comes to health Canada so it's it's imperative so why not have or why not integrate the two and I, I just, um, I see big things happening within digital, the digital healthcare space. And MedTech is just a, again, that that's a very fascinating field for me as well. And and I'm so happy that we could be a part of that. It's, uh, you know, we we have so many ideas. And and like I said, so many new developments we have in the pipeline that we're working on for our results plus. And I'm so happy that we could talk about this and, and uh, happy to be able to really shed light on this because this
0: is the future. Absolutely, absolutely. And thank you so much, Sharmila, for, you know, for making the time to have this conversation with me here today, uh, because truly learned so much from you. um, And I can't wait to share this conversation with our audience, because I know they'll have a lot more questions for you as well. And what we'll be doing is we'll be linking your information down below in the description box so that anyone who wishes to reach out to you would be able to do so. Um, And I really do encourage my audience to make sure that if you have any questions or like, you know, if you even are very curious about this point of care testing space, Sharmila's your person to go to um you know ask those questions and she's the most friendliest person I've ever <laughs> met and you know we haven't even met in person yet but I, I feel like I already no. have such a strong connection with you I
1: feel like I already know you I feel like we go back years no. and I it- <laughs> thank you for this opportunity and i mean i'm so happy that i could uh have a conversation with you today about this uh, this area this topic um it's it's uh, something very important to me but also to canadians and you know that goal of just minimizing the constraints on that system I, I'm happy to be able to partner with anybody to help uh alleviate that constraint. But thank you for this opportunity, and of course, it feels like I've known you for so many years. It's <laughs> we the have to be
0: you <laughs> <laughs> and so your be... energy is wonderful. Oh, <laughs> same, same, and and the, it goes right back to you because you know, same trust here. me. I think we we only reflect what we receive. Um, so I, I truly do believe that uh you know you cross paths with people uh you're meant to cross paths with. Them. I'm so glad that we, our paths crossed, and you know, we were able to have this conversation as a result of it it's um so what exciting. better than that uh but yes. thank you so much Sharmilla. once again i i look forward to um you know sharing this conversation with our audience and i, I really will uh make sure that uh, we Pro provide all your contact information so people can check out your company, what you're doing, um, and also reach out to you if they have any questions. And I really do wish you get a lot of inquiries uh, from this conversation.
1: (laughs) I would love (laughs) it. I embrace the questions. I just love it. And actually, I just love having conversations with people about this. So I really welcome the questions and any comments. That's wonderful. Absolutely. Thank you you for allowing this platform
0: for me to, or
1: providing the platform for me to articulate all of this. This is great.
0: Thank you so much. Um, And with that, uh, we're going to wrap up this conversation, but you know, uh, make sure to check out the links below. Um, and also please hit that like button to show that um, show how much you liked this conversation. So we'll know um, what to bring you next and whether um, we can also bring Sharmila next uh, to answer some of your other questions that you may have. So put them in the comment box below so that we'll know what those questions are. With that, I'm going to sign off. Sharmila, thank you once again. You. And it was a pleasure having you. Absolute pleasure of <laughs> mine. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, till we see you next time. Bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye, thank you.